back to one-on-one with DP. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One-on-one. Got a Hall of Famer in the room. He's going to stay one more segment. And he just appreciate it. Eric Stricker. Husker. Basketball Hall of Famer. I want to talk to you about some real-life stuff. Because this is craziness to me. That we have lost focus. We have lost focus. You were a walk-on at the University of Nebraska. Is that a statement of truth? In essence, yes. Right? Why? Because because I played baseball, Mm -hmm. and my amateur status was retained in in all other sports Mm -hmm. uh, except baseball. So I couldn't come here and play for the Nebraska Cornhusker baseball team. That that eliminated. So in essence – the Marlins, in their bonus to me, also part of my signing bonus was that they would take care of my school. Mm-hmm. So, in essence, I paid for myself mm-hmm. because it was part of, you know, the deal that I had professionally. But in but yet it was as if I was on a scholarship. So imagine this: that. At that time, you also would have been able to be in business in full. Yeah, yeah. And for a guy who goes out, uh, wins the Big 12 championship in basketball. Uh, big 8. Big 8, sorry. You yeah, walk we, we, out, got, we, we, we don't associate. Uh, no, sorry about that. <laughs> then you walk out, then you walk out, you walk out and, and you go to football practice, you put the pads on. Mm-hmm. You, you get a taste of it, right? Mm-hmm. You already had the legend that was your high school career. Like, there's a legacy involved in that. Okay. Right? You were known. Yeah. Respected. Thought well of. I would imagine that the boosters thought highly of the fact that you would play basketball while not taking a scholarship. I mean, and that's pretty cool because actually I was an ambassador for the university. So I would travel and meet all the boosters and all the presidents of banks and all that stuff. So, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so, couple of things. <laughs> are we UIL talking? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or NIL. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, not UIL. Well, That's no, the, no, no, the way, no, no, the way people are doing it is UIL. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the business that is taking place now under the umbrella of NIL has always taken place. Mm-hmm. Those meetings, those handshakes, those envelopes those bags have always happened you uh, you you don't have to speak i'm not asking you to speak of you I i'm not see it. i'm not asking you to see if you well, well nebraska has been the cleanest program i've ever been associated <laughs> with so i don't know nothing about it <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing right now <laughs> it's the cleanest program in the nation by far no this is what i'm talking about bags don't exist in the state of nebraska <laughs> that part Okay, no, take us there. Take us there. Take us there. <laughs> I'm laughing at both of y'all <laughs> right now. So business, the, the, the business of sport has always there, has always been there. The rules and guidelines have always been there. Yeah. 
like back in the 90s, they would tell you the business you that you could do and the business that you could not do. That's no different than it is now. What's supposed to happen now is transparency. Yeah. Tracking. Statements out loud. I would imagine that if you walked into at college athletics right now, you would have an advantage being from the state, being an all-state performer in several sports, being having all of the, 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 the tape and news accolades that you could have, that you could do business, and that there were people that would find doing business with you interesting and appealing. I, I, I would venture to say I could see that. I could so, understand that. So why would people not want you to be able to do business in full? Okay, I mean, it, 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 I'll look at it from this standpoint. It would be no different for me than I, I, I think I can. Uh, this is the way I'll try to break it down. Okay. In, in, in layman's terms. There is a lot of great Hall of Fame, tremendous NBA players that have paved the way for the NBA to become what it is and what it has become today. Mm-hmm. Those NBA players had to fly on regular flights, wake up at 2, 3 in the morning after playing a game and getting finished and getting showered, getting out, maybe hanging out, Mm -hmm. maybe doing what they do while they're out, Mm -hmm. and get on a plane early in the morning, go to the next city and play another game and do the same thing all over again on a seven-day road trip, whereas now we get on a charter charter flight flight right after the game, get in late. Full menu. You, you. They used to roommate custom food. We, we now custom food. Bring it to you. Get per diem. Uh-huh. Per diem, dang near was trick off money. Two forty. Two forty. We now. used to just stack them things. It was, it was like ninety when I was in. So oh, you look at it now. I was cheap. See, what I'm saying. Right. So that's where I'm going. You see where I'm going. Yep. So, so for me, I had to, I had to literally tell my mom. Mom, if you would have just waited about 10 years, you and dad, just about 10 years, we'd be about 60 to 80 million right now. Uh So I say that to say there could be a lot of hatred about it. There could be a lot of um, envy, envy, animosity, especially even from even the old players that have been here that have put the banners in the – Put the the the, the, right. the series Sears trophies in them doggone yep. thing to say good gosh, and these cats are able to get pizza, go out, eat steak, do all that stuff that we couldn't do. So I can I can I can venture to say I can understand that, especially from a regular student, previous students, where there could be a little bit of animosity about that. But then we would say. So with the contract, the LeBron contracts, the John Morant contracts, the uh, Patrick Mahomes, the contracts. Mahomes contract with ownership yeah. of the baseball team, right? Which was different than Lynn Dawson, who won, right? right who won a world, a Super Bowl. That that is the natural progression of things, and this is just the natural progression of things, right? Like. Today's NBA rookies will make more in their original contract than Julius Irvin made in his entire Entire career. career. Mm -hmm. That's the way it works. Mm -hmm. That current Husker players will play in front of a crowd twice the size of those back in the day of people who just played for nickels and dimes. Let me throw something at you real quick. Mm -hmm. The money 
went a little bit longer. So is it really that you're making more or is it that you're just getting more and it's still not worth as much? So I'm I'm just I'm just throwing well, you it out kept there because it was like ninety well, well, nine cent gas back then, right? But you but you also kept your money because you didn't know more money was coming. Yeah, facts. Right. The the phrase I remember my grandfather always talking about that he would take a lesser job if it was a more steady job. So the whole point of steady work was an Americanism. It was a thing that you did. That's not the case now. Yeah. Now, large volume, people are making millions of dollars for not doing anything in particular. Right. And people get mad about it. Within college athletics, we have to pay respect to the fact that business is now being done. It's just being done in the open. And for all the businesses done in the open, there's more private business being done. Right. Like, I'm okay with my thing is I hope. Here's my hope that people allow student athletes to not be poor. Like it? I don't know why so many people want college athletes poor. I don't understand why you want anybody poor. Mm -hmm. So every time there's an opportunity for people to change their location, elevation in life, generationally, I cheer for it. I cheer for it. And that's what's happening. When you have million dollar, millionaire coaches and millionaire boosters and millionaire administrators have the opportunity to go to poor, disenfranchised communities, pull talent from those communities, and then still ask them not to be functionally, economically settled. It's a weird process to me. It's a yeah. weird thinking. Yeah. It's a weird thing. I agree. So I just want to say, when before you jump on the NIL, ah, it's making things bad. No, no, no. It's been what it's always been. I think it has been unequal. I, I think the, the process has been unequal. Big business in, of the NCAA. Like, even right now, what is the relevancy of the NCAA right now? To be honest. It's trying we, to figure all out. this. Because it's trying what, to figure what do it you out. do? <laughs> it's Why trying are you paying three million to to the head of NCA right now? <laughs> you know, well, just, well, there there was some talk to, that the NCAA will be gone in three years. It's what's the relevancy, yeah. right? And there are people who are scrambling, people who have always made money because of it, mm-hmm. who could lose those jobs. And nothing moves people like the fear of losing your high paying job. Like this is what's happening here, and it happens within the programs within the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Right, you got new leadership coming. Hopefully, you know, folks have said maybe Gavitt is the guy to take over uh, for Emmert um, because of what he's done with March Madness and 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 such. We'll see, we'll see. But I think it's fantastic that through it all, on a day like today, day two of the NFL draft, there are players who have been a part of the NIL process who will now get a chance to make a, they've made the decision. They want to go pro, be a professional. They want to go to the next level that today will answer some questions about the, the Nebraska program. It'd be nice to hear some Huskers names called today early. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll accept tomorrow, but it'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Just remember the buzz that happened when Delano Banton went in the second round of the NBA draft and how it felt. From the Nebraska basketball program. 
multiply that by four if you can get some of these guys taken today. It's a big day because it will change the way business will be done. And then tomorrow's a huge day. Look, we can we – can, we've talked about it at, at, at it. But O'Shawn Mathis' decision tomorrow will bring so many different discussions next week. Because if it works, it sets a new standard. If it doesn't work, it also sets a new standard. <laughs> So, either yeah. way, a new standard, we'll right? A new way of doing business. All compliments of a young man from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's that. We'll throw the break. We'll close out one on one and hand it over to the captain for Sean Jackson. Will take us from eleven to two here on ninety three seven. The ticket. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.